Hello, hello. Are you there, Nathan? Yes. All right. Welcome to the very first episode of Are You There Friday? It's me, Brittany. I'm going to be joined by my new weekly co-host, Nate Francis. Nate, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you. So, Nate, before we get to the nitty gritty, um, tell me, what do you love most about the holidays? What do I love most about the holidays? Um, it brings out the good in people. Most definitely. I definitely can agree with that. I feel like people are much nicer. Unless you're driving on a state highway in traffic in New Jersey. Then that just doesn't matter. Or or the snowbirds here in Florida. I mean, mean, today it was like an hour in traffic, so. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) They're all flying south for the winter. So, um, I was giving the audience a little background. We have been best friends since sixth grade um you moved at the end of middle or end of seventh grade and we've stayed in touch so you are one of my oldest reigning friends so obviously it makes sense for me to have this conversation with you um i'm excited to have this conversation with you so with that being said let's get down to it nate what are your favorite christmas movies if you had a top five what would they be my top five. I don't know. That was hard because I was thinking about that all day. I'm like, definitely the number one, of course, for me would be Home Alone. Definitely. I, that's definitely like ranked number two on my list. I love Home Alone. That's like number one. Number two would probably be um, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Okay. You know what? I definitely didn't think of that one, but I have to say that that is one that I'm glad you mentioned because I definitely um, forgot about that one, actually. That one's a very good one where Tim Allen, not to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus. And it's it's pretty funny because in the beginning of the movie, Tim Allen is like thin Tim Allen. And then by the end of the movie, he's like, <laughs> he's fat old Santa Claus. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah, and, like, I seen that in the theater when it first came out way back in, like, 95. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, so what else is on yours? So you've got, you've got, um, Home Alone, you've got the Home Santa Alone, Claus. The Santa Claus. Um, number three, that one was hard, because, you know, there's so many good ones. So many. Um, for me... Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's kind of like a Halloween slash like Christmas movie, but I definitely okay. number three would be that. They've got like a really like big like cult following. Like I know oh, yeah. I personally didn't see that movie, but I it's got like a really large fan base of really devoted fans. So um, I'm assuming it's it's a, a classic. Um, it's a class. I mean, for me. I, I've had it on VHS and was on VHS. People know what VHS is anymore. Yeah. And I got the collector's VHS, edition. VHS, what's that? What is oh, that? I mean, everyone downloads now. That are like, <laughs> what? I don't know what that is. What is that? Yeah. All right. 
So you've given me three. Now what are the what's number two, Nate? I gave um number two was the Santa Claus. Right. Number three was um the Nightmare Before Christmas. Number four okay. would have to be okay. I if I rem- if I recall the name of it, it's isn't it a Christmas story with that kid? Yes. Yeah, yes. that one, number four, definitely. Tom I is, love that Tom one. is nodding. He knows. Tom's home, so Tom's going to join in when he's done with dinner. Um, that's, yeah, that, that's that's a good one. You know what? It's funny because my mom and I were having this conversation earlier in the day. Like, for her, like, because they didn't have stuff on DVD, like, how we can record things and watch it whenever we want. They didn't have that, so my mom's like... Oh, no, they never... No, yeah, no. I remember being a kid, my mom said, waiting for, um, you know, the Grinch or Charlie Brown to, like, come on. And if you didn't catch it when they were airing it, you missed it. And that was it. She's like, I need yep. to try to get you to, like, watch all the stuff, you know, when I wanted to watch it as it aired. But you kind of were like, yeah, because we were in the age of VHS by then. So, like... Like, oh, I could get it on, you know, VHS later DVD and watch it whenever. So I think there's a big um, generational gap. That's why I was I was hoping one of my um, older friends would have downloaded the app and joined in and kind of given us that um, older generation perspective on, you know, what Christmas movies meant to them. Because I think it was a different culture from what I gathered from my mom. Anyway, you were at number... Four. Number four. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Number five would probably be the one where they're like the claymation. I'm trying to remember if it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I think it's called. Yes. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. That one, I remember that. I saw The first time I actually saw that was on TV. That's the crazy part. Yeah, I watched that. I remember I always used to watch that as a kid, like. That was something for me that it didn't feel like Christmas until I watched that with my parents. Like, Oh, yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is definitely a classic. And it's definitely on my my top five list. So, um, that's, that's definitely uh, a no-brainer. So, here is my... I'm going to count them down starting from five and going to one. And I think that's why I was getting your countdown mixed up because I'm... I'm well, sorry. I always wanted to start with number one. I wanted the excitement of, you know... Oh, see, I, I like I like the <laughs> wait, you know? I kind of like that anticipation. So, um, number five, I'm going to say the cartoon version of The Grinch. The I love cartoon. it. All the original? The original Grinch is number five. And I That's, love it. I love Actually, I should have. I never thought of that one. That one's really good. It is. That's actually. And you know what? I also really love the live action one because I feel like we don't get the Grinch's backstory. Like, we know he's, like, a jerk, essentially, but we don't know why. I feel like with Jim Carrey's version, we get a reason. We get to see the Grinch as a kid. And I really like that because I'm someone who... I mean, one of my favorite TV shows of all time is Once Upon a Time, which it talks about the fairy tale characters and it goes back and tells you their backstory. Like, what makes them tick? Why did they do that? So that's why um, number five is the original cartoon version. Because, I mean, let's face it, we're introduced to the Grinch that way. You know, we really 
um, become part of that culture. We learn about the Grinch and we can appreciate um, Jim Carrey's version later on. So I think for like our generation who grew up watching the original Grinch, seeing Jim Carrey's version then made it that much more meaningful. That makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, because there's a generation now that only has seen, you know, that version, you know, the live action right. version. They've never seen the cartoon version. What band, babe, is uh, that Cindy Lou Who now in? She's really, she's a, actually a rock singer. She's really good. I, Taylor Mumpson. I wouldn't in, what's her band no, called? Hailstorm? <laughs> oh, never mind. That's Lizzie Hale. Tom's looking it up. We're going to figure it out. But yeah, Cindy Lou Who's a, a rock star now. And her music is pretty awesome, if I do say so myself. So going back to my countdown, I'm gonna we're going to revisit that topic in a minute when Tom figures out the, the band name. Oh, Pretty Reckless. So yeah, you, if anyone wants to check out Pretty Reckless, it's Cindy Lou Who, a.k.a. Taylor Mumpson's the main... Um, lead female vocalist in it, so it's definitely worth checking out. Um, those are my music buffs. Um, so yeah, number four, um, I would definitely say um, "I'll Be Home for Christmas" with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Not sure if you know that one. No, I don't. Came know. out in two thousand, but when I was a kid, I'm talking like from when I was six years old. To when I was like 10 years old, my like biggest celebrity crush was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And he stars in that movie. And I mean, the movie itself is pretty good, but I mean, I always just love to stare at Jonathan Taylor Thomas's face. So that would be uh, number four for me. Um, I'll be home for Christmas. Definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen it. Um, I'm. A, I probably will. I'm in the really like a Christmas movie night anyway tonight. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely check it out and let me know what you think. Like, if you could find it on Netflix, I'm sure you can. It like came out in the early 2000s. So. If it was, it's like, not, not, I mean, I can always find it on Vudu or something and rent, rent it. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth seeing. I mean, if only just to stare at Jonathan Taylor Thomas when he was like young and still hot. Um. All right. <laughs> <laughs> number three is for me Rudolph I love Rudolph, Rudolph. definitely we talked about how amazing I love the original characters like Yukon Cornelius and the abominable snowman it's um, it, it's, it's just really amazing to see how much a movie can like really transcend through the decade, like really transcend time. Like, I believe, I don't know what year it came out. Do you know what year it came out? Um, the original, that, the, that animated. The original Rudolph. Rudolph. Didn't that come out? I think that came out in like the 40s or 50s. But I'm not. I don't know. I almost think it I've... came out in the late 50s, early 60s. Something the animation like was a little, uh, let me, let me see if I can look this up what I do know about that film is there's only one piece of the original film that when they made the film that's left 
The rest really? of it was Detroit. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess All when right. they finished making the film, they either sold the um, things away. 1964. So put it this way. That movie came out the year my father was born. Okay? Wow. Yeah. So He's still young. He's still young. Let's not make him feel that. He's still no, young. No, <laughs> but still, but when you think about that's over 50 years that that movie has been a staple of, of Christmas joy and Christmas celebration. I, I, I can't think of Christmas without that movie. So that was my number three. Counting down to number two. Number two. Number two. Um, I really, really love, and of course, I'm having a total brain fart because I'm thinking about number one because I really just want to talk about number one. Um, number two, obviously, would be Home Alone, though, but we already discussed Home Alone. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't love, you know, get the change, you filthy animal? I just. That's my favorite line. <laughs> Love it. Mine's when you, you know, he puts his hands together on his face and he screams because he puts the aftershave on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, oh my gosh. And then John Candy, who makes that appearance in driving the mom home <laughs> as the truck driver. And that was, that was pretty funny, too. Because, I mean, he's, He's hilarious, that man. And, of course, God rest his soul, he's uh, no longer with us. But he, that was a, a wonderful um, scene with him getting her home to Kevin. And the, the, I think the biggest takeaway that I really loved from that movie was the old man, how Kevin just thought he was scary and creepy. And then you find out he was just a little old man. Yeah, and he's the hero in the film, which is like... I know. He's the one that realized that, oh, snap, they're getting robbed. I should probably call the I really wish he would do, like, uh, like, an updated version. Like, he would be, like, the dad in, like, a remake of the film. Like, that would be really nice. Yeah. I mean, he was old when that movie came out. So, I mean, you know, maybe focus on his grandkids. Like, do, like, a scene like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then have them like, make a cameo at the end. That would be cute. That'd be really, so, that would be awesome. Are you ready for my number one? I'm yes, I am so ready. Okay. Number one. And I, I will I will fight anybody on anyone who does not at least have this in their top five. Okay. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. I have never seen that. <laughs> Is that like a comedy? It's a Christmas comedy. It's amazing. It follows the Griswolds um, and their quest for the perfect Christmas. And, like, there's just so many... There's way too many one-liners in there that are, like, absolutely fantastic that I I can't even, like... There's just too many to even count. It's it's a great movie. I highly recommend it. I've never heard... Like, there's a couple on your list that actually I need to see. I've never seen them before. So. Yeah, I mean, 
there were at least two on yours that I didn't see. So that's why, like, I'm really glad that you are going to be my co-host on this journey because I feel like you will help me think of things that I didn't think of and vice versa. Like, we can really grow from one another. So, of course, now we're going to get the man himself uh, input on Christmas movies. Please welcome my husband, my best friend, my soulmate, Mr. Tom Schmidt. Hi, Tom. Hey, Nate. Happy to be here. (laughs) All right, babe. So what would your top five Christmas movies be? Well, number five, you know, I've thought about this since you guys have been talking about it, but number five, if you really want to go old school, and I love this movie, number five for me is It's a Wonderful Life, the original one in black and white. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that is just. You know, you think about people, everyone at one time or another has probably wished they'd never been born or what life would be like without them. And that movie just puts it all into perspective of how it could really be. You know, to me, I love it. It's a Wonderful Life. It came out in like 1946. And yeah. It's still awesome. And I mean, it's a total, you know, staple. I mean, everybody knows that line. It's like, teacher says when a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. You know, and, you know, it's a, a total absolute classic. What would, and that would, that was what, your number five? All right, what's number four, babe? Well, number four is. This, this is to all the adults now because it's my type of humor. But number four for me is Bad Santa. Have you seen Bad Santa, Nate? Yes, I've seen Bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> That's Total not for free dude right now, of course. Like, <laughs> well, me and my buddy Jules can quote that movie all day. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, what would be uh, number three? Number three is, I think it was Nate's number three, A Christmas Story. Yes. He'll shoot your eye out. Yes. I really like, I really like his father in that movie. He always said the old man would go down to the basement and hit the heater and curse at it until it came on. (laughs) I wish things were that simple. Well, back in those days, things were a little bit simpler than they are now. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I wish I could hit a furnace now and get it to work. And it's funny because I'm like sitting here listening to your banter about the movie, and I've actually never watched that movie. Like, I really. I, 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 <laughs> I would come about 24 hours a day during the season. So you'll see. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. You hear that? I'm make sure I watch it. So, what would you be your number two? Well, number two is your number one, a Crash Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh, my God. Did you say Grace? Grace, she died 10 years ago. Oh All right. Well, can you lead us? I'm gonna watch. That's the one I'm, I think tonight that's the one I'm going to watch. I, I think pledge I allegiance to the flag. It's great. I love when he's like, I want my boss, Frank Shirley, ripped from his slumber off on Melody Lane and all the rich folks. I want him right here. I want to tell him what a brainless, hopeless. I can't repeat the rest. It's pretty uh, inappropriate. But... Don't ruin it. I want to see it. I need to see the film. No, that's And for not... the rest of us out here that haven't seen it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I don't know about you, Nate, but I'm dying to hear about what Tom's number one is. Yeah, I'm very curious now. 
Well, number one would be Home Alone 2. Not the first one, the second one. I actually uh, see the, Oh, the I New York see, one? Well, <laughs> well, I seen the second Home Alone before I saw the first one. You know, that uh, was... Yeah, th- yeah, that's how it all started out. But me and my brothers, we, we used to watch that, that one all the time. Just... You know how he records, like, everything on that, like, uh... Yeah, the, yeah, the tape recorder, the chain back. That was a real toy. Yeah, we used to, we used to do that all the time. And just uh, play it and turn the water on in the shower and play it, even though no one was in there. That movie, for me, was just the staple of That was great with the singing and then the... Get out of here, you nosy little yep. pervert. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. So yeah, I think we can all agree that holiday movies are um, really special. I mean, for me, growing it's up, it's a staple of your childhood, really. I mean, like when you look back at your childhood, you like think of these films because that's what you would do. Like, uh, if you want to give an honorable mention, this one's this one's recent. Well, not so recent, but Elf was good too for an honorable mention. Oh yeah, Elf was. Very good. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. That's funny. Oh, yeah. And you know what? To be honest with you, I mean, that could arguably, if this was a top six, like, get right in there. Um, Definitely uh, honorable mentions as far as that goes. Um, Frosty the Snowman. You you can't have that. Oh, yeah. I just always thought the end was, like, so sad when, you know, poor Karen and she's all freezing cold. And uh, I, I always hated the end when they took his hat and they made him melt. And, oh, it was just so sad. I know. He gets brought back. He gets to go live in the North Pole. But still, like, I was. Yeah. Yeah, that was the best part of the movie. Seeing Santa threaten somebody was pretty stinking cool. So, that, that about sums that one up. So, honorable mentions, absolutely. Um, any other honorable mentions that we can't think of? Hmm. I, I don't know. Those are mainly the ones I watch the most, so. All right. I, now, I did, I did discuss this in length on my blog uh, three weeks ago. I talked about favorite Christmas songs. What was yours, Nate? My favorite Christmas song? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I have really have a favorite. I think the one of lately that I've been listening to the most would definitely be Mariah Carey. That one's definitely up there. All I Want for Christmas is You? All I Want for Christmas is You. In fact, I just watched a video recently that that's like one of the like top songs for the holidays now. It's like a classic now. Yeah, it, it that came out in, what, 95? Yeah, sometime in the 90s, yeah. Yeah, I still remember her little, like, Santa get up. You know, and she had the little hat on, and she was singing in the snow. I remember that music video. It's, like, crazy. That girl like, makes a lot of money like, off that song every single Christmas. She does. She makes, and like, you know $500,000. Speaking of Mariah <laughs> Carey, like, she gets so much money for her music. And then, like, I was so embarrassed. I don't know if it was, maybe it was last year or two New Year's Eve ago that she performed. 
she couldn't even remember the lyrics to a song. Like, I was like, come on. You wrote this, lady. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. She's kind of... I mean, Mariah Carey... She's a diva. Forever be a legend, but she's a diva. She's a total she's, diva. But that's why everybody loves her, though. lost touch with her origins, I feel like. You know, like, you have those celebrities that never forget where they came from. Mariah Carey, in my opinion, is definitely someone who has totally forgotten where she came from. Well, we'll see, because apparently she's redoing her um, broadcast on New Year's Eve, which just confirmed today. Oh, God. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. So, um, that's honorable. Um, Obviously, I I know Tom's favorite Christmas song, but I'm going to let him tell you himself and why he loves it, and then I'm going to tell you mine. Thank God it's Christmas by Queen. Why I love it? Because it's a Christmas song. That is a good song. I actually hear that at work a lot. That's a really good song. He has an amazing voice. (laughs) Yeah, Freddie. I love Freddie Mercury. And that's just what goes off. They used to go off in your head when you were a kid. Thank God it's Christmas. Now I'm off from school. Now I'm going to get some gifts. Now the family's going to be together. You know, that sort of thing. That just always went off in my mind. It is. It's it's good because especially, you know, we have legends like that we lost, like, you know, obviously Freddie Mercury um, passed away of AIDS in 91. And, um, you know, we lost, of course, David Bowie um, almost two years ago, died um, on my honeymoon, actually, him and Alan Rickman. Um, we lost Bowie. We lost Prince. Um, you know, it, Michael Jackson's been gone since 2005. So, 2015, I'm sorry. Uh, Lennon, you know, you just have so many classics, so many people that really get a chance to be immortalized through song. But even though it's hard, and I do have a lot of, like, favorites, my all-time favorite song, and it's funny because I listen to, like, 100.1, um, WJRZ, um, for those in New Jersey. Or iHeartRadio. Um, it's on iHeart. Yes. Um, they call this song polarizing, which generally means people either love it or hate it. I'm in the love it spectrum. My favorite song of all time is Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. I don't think I've heard that one. Oh, you've heard it. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I love that song, and I will tell you why. It reminds me of Christmas Eve at my grandmother's house. That song would always come on the radio when I was listening to, like, a broadcast, like, updates on where Santa was. So, I have very fond memories of, like, getting excited for Santa, being at my grandmother's house, and just the anticipation of being there with my cousins, Christian and Ashley, and later Hunter and Joseph and just having that feeling of excitement that like we were just hours away from Santa arriving and giving us our gifts and that song always kind of takes me back to being like five six years old and just with that innocence of a child type of um, experience so 
yeah, that 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 would be my favorite Christmas song. What would you like most for Christmas? What would be your Christmas wish, Nate? My Christmas wish. <sighs> yeah. My Christmas. Does it have to be realistic, or is it? Can it be? You know. Like a general. It could be either one, and then I want to hear if you have a New Year's resolution. Well, what I we're going to talk for... about we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions in depth next Friday. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll be podcasting again next week. So just give us a sneak peek of what you're going to be discussing as far as New Year's resolution, and then we'll finish off with uh, a Christmas wish. Well, a sneak peek of New Year's resolution is um, I just want to be a better self, you know, like I feel like this year has been, you know, so crazy and so everyone's just been so segregated and this and that, that, you know, it's, it's, it's lost itself for me. So for me, I want more of like inner peace, basically inner peace. Yeah. I mean, inner peace, I think is important. Like, a lot of people don't put enough value on what inner peace means to a person. I mean, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you know, who, who really loves you. If you don't, like, love yourself and are happy with staring at you in the mirror, like, that's, like, true love starts from within. So I think inner peace and, you know, inner self-esteem is, is very important. So that's awesome. We'll talk more about that next week because I have some um, teaser New Year's resolutions. Also, one of them being I began my Atkins journey. Oh, I know. I know. I've seen. I'm not going to say that I've seen. Yep. So I'm going to talk about that. Little Miss Skinny Skinny. (laughs) I'm going to talk about what the positives and what the, the negatives are about it. Um, and we'll, that'll be a, a conversation for next week. But my Christmas wish is just that everybody I know and everybody I love is happy and most of all healthy this new year. Um, you know, that that's my holiday wish, that everybody is with their families and finds a sense of peace and joy and comfort in the company of those that matter most to them as cliche as that sounds I mean that's it's good I mean <laughs> sounded like you had to think about that no I'm, I'm just like I'm thinking and I'm just like hearing what you're saying and it's like you know it's it's true yeah I also think about you know I don't know if it'll ever reach their ears ever, this podcast, but I wanted to do a really special shout out to the Gonzalez family, our friend Jeff. Oh yeah, most definitely. Celebrating another Christmas in heaven. And I always, you know, I get sad that she's not here, but then I think about it and I'm like, you know, she gets to celebrate Christmas with like Jesus. How cool is that? I mean, and not just that, but I mean, she's watching from up there. She's watching us and she's Absolutely. Guiding, and she's, you know, she's there. And I know she's there, and I, I feel her strength every single day. Yeah. I think of my grandma, too. It's it's funny. I have an ornament of me and her. It's a picture of me and her. 
and I could have swore I left it at my parents' house, and it's like gone. Like I and my mom claims that I must have taken it with me when I moved, but I've not been able to find it. So it's upsetting <laughs> that I can't find it. But I think of my grandmother a lot during the holidays too. Christmas Eve was special. She would come with us to my other my dad's mom's house. This is my mom's mom, my Grammy, and um, she would sleep over and watch us open our presents in the morning, me and my brother. So I definitely miss her a little extra over the holidays. Special. So it's it's a good time to reflect on the people we love also that are not with us, but with us in spirit. What about you, babe? Well, you two are done doing all the emotional uh Christmas wishes and New Year's resolution, so I'm going to go with humor here, but I am serious about it. What I want for Christmas is a winning lottery ticket, and I don't care what it's worth. It's just a winning lottery ticket. There you go. So you don't care if it's a dollar. It'll buy me another ticket. Oh, my freaking God. And my my New Year's resolution is to win the lottery if I don't win it this year. Oh, my God. And I don't need thumbs. Resolution next year too. We're gonna we're gonna get our New Year's resolution right one year. It will happen. But anyway, Nate, um, we're gonna wrap this thing up. So I just want to thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you also to my hubby buddies for joining us. And um, I will. We will talk next week, Nate, mm-hmm. and I can't wait for you to join me again. Of course, darling. hearing this for the first time Woo! on my blog. This is actually Please pretty cool. This app is app. actually really, really cool. It is really cool, isn't it? Download the app, Anchor. Nate can tell you just how fantastic it is. You can message me on Facebook, text me, you know, the deal. Instagram. Yes. At Nate Francis. Of course. <laughs> And, of course, my hashtag, my handle, at Britt M. Schmidt. Instagram, same for Twitter, Facebook, Brittany M. Schmidt. So, I don't have Facebook Messenger anymore because I did hear something like they um, they can record your conversations without you knowing. They do, and it's also on the Facebook app, but it's for advertising I guess when you say certain target words it will show up on your feed I that's yeah I understand I'm still using I heard it was more geared towards the um the the messenger app I I, that's what I I it was on the news so that's why I no longer have messenger so I mean of course our wonderful viewers if you have any questions you can always guess it's fine I still have mine (laughs) of course you'll forward any other questions that may pertain to me, to me, I'm sure. So, um, again, we will see you all next week. Love you. Mean it. Mwah. And have a Merry Christmas to you and your family and a Happy New Year. Most definitely. And I'll... We'll, we'll, well, we'll see you before the new oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have another broadcast course, duh. <laughs> Which are two favorite people ever in the entire world. Counting Other than Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Other than Jesus. Alright, I wouldn't go that far. Not everyone knows us yet, but maybe someday they will. Oh, they will. 
we'll be famous. <laughs> we, we should be famous. I know what? I really always said that you and I should have our own reality television show. I really think we would do well with it. Oh, yeah. It would be, like, higher than the Kardashians. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> and then we could have our face on everything and, like, crying, crying emojis that don't look half as gross. all right well thank you for tuning in i'm Brittany, and i'm nate and we will see you next week on are you there friday it's me Brittany. peace out